Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. Hey there, girlfriend. I am so glad that you came back for another episode today because I went over to Instagram asking what you personally needed to hear today, and I got an overwhelming amount of responses asking to talk about FOMO, the fear of missing out, right? And I was like, you know what? That is so true because my perspective on it has changed quite a bit to be honest with you, but let's talk about what exactly it is for a second. We've all had that feeling, right? You you can't go somewhere or do something because of a prior commitment, FOMO. You plain and simply weren't invited to go somewhere or do something, FOMO. You're scrolling through Instagram to see that girl that's doing that thing that you want to be doing, freaking FOMO. We live in such a fast-paced world that we think we have to be moving all the time. And that's when all of the shoulds and coulds come in, right? I should look like her. I could be doing what they are. I should be involved in this, that, or the other thing. Let's be honest. Does FOMO ever leave you feeling motivated? How about inspired? Probably not. You know, Brene Brown has an amazing quote that says, FOMO's favorite weapon is comparison. It kills gratitude and replaces it with not enough. Think about that for a second here, okay? You get FOMO when you see a group of people doing something you wish you were doing, and suddenly all the amazing things that you're doing in your life are not enough. You get FOMO when that girl pops up on your Instagram feed and suddenly your enoughness goes down the toilet. If you have listened to the very first episode of this podcast, you know that Emily does not play that game. So today, we are going to put this enoughness stealer in its place. We are going to flip our perspective of the fear of missing out and turn our FOMO into an indicator instead of a self-esteem crusher. Okay? Sound good to you? So let's get started here. First of all, we have to admit it. We have to admit this fear of missing out on things and identify it for what it is. Where does this fear come from? Get really specific here. What are you afraid of missing out on? Is it fun? Opportunities, maybe? Maybe you have a fear of missing out on a connection? I'll tell you. For me, personally, anyway, most of the time, it's a fear of missing out on fun. Listen, I am an ambitious person, and and I love that about me. I commit to a lot, and with that comes saying no to a lot. 
saying no to the nights out, to the girls' nights, to the weekend trips. And although I love the things that I have committed myself to, saying no is really freaking hard. Tell me if you connect with this, okay? Have you ever had to say no to something and then gotten really worried that you'll miss out on on the bonding that happens and and then you'll feel like an outsider the next time you're all together? Yeah, fear of missing out on connection. Exactly. We are a species that is social. We strive to connect with people. And when we see people connecting when we're not around, the worry sets in. Or for you, maybe, it's a fear of missing out on opportunities. I have a friend that this one really, really resonates with her. She works in a field where connections are absolutely everything. But she also has two babies at home. So when other people in her field are out at business dinners and and cocktail parties, she's at home putting her little ones to bed. And she has this fear of missing out on those opportunities. So for you, what is it? What exactly are you afraid of missing out on? Really notice it, acknowledge that it's there, but also recognize where is it coming from? For my friend and her example, it's pretty obvious, right? It comes from work. She goes into work the next day, having cared for her little ones the night before, to hear about the new deal a coworker closed over dinner or, or a new connection that they made um, to partner with them in the future, whatever it may be. But what about in other cases? What about for you? I can tell you with almost 150% certainty that it comes from social media. That's right, girl. I called you right on out. Social freaking media. I hear this with the teenagers that I work with all the time. Emily, she got more likes than I did. She has more followers than I do. Emily, her pictures are better than mine. And you know, as an adult, we can, we can hear that and say, honey, who cares? But come on, we do it too. You've done it. I've done it. Her, her house is prettier than mine. She's engaged and I'm single. Whatever it is, you've done it. So I'm going to tell you the same thing I tell my teenagers. It's time to take a break. It's time to take a break from social media. Listen, social media can be great. It can be a, a great distraction. It can also be a great tool for things like this. You and I are using social media and online connection right now to spread the message of the kind mind beyond just you and me. Great, right? But we have all fallen into that trap before. The one where social media is no longer helpful, but it actually is pretty freaking hurtful. Remember that Brene Brown quote I I mentioned a moment ago? FOMO's favorite weapon is comparison. When you are scrolling through social media, are you able to identify when the comparison sets in? Use that as an indication that you need to step away, that you need to take a break. And this isn't the first time you've heard me say this. If you have been listening for a while, you have heard me tell you to use a particular mindset or a particular emotion as an indication that something new needs to happen. That, that a change needs to be made. 
I say that because the mindset we have in a given moment, the the headspace that we find ourselves in, it's communicating with us. It's trying to tell us something. So when you find yourself scrolling and, and that comparison lady walks into the room followed quickly by FOMO, it's time to take a break. And I mean really step away. Maybe even delete that particular app for a while and And let's even take it one step further here. Is it one person in particular? Maybe you need to take a break from their content or unfollow them all together. If it's not doing anything helpful for you, get it away from your eyeballs. When you notice a change in your scrolling where you see what other people have and what other people are doing and it's making you want to do the same, Step away, girlfriend. You've fallen into a FOMO trap, and it's time to dig your way out. And to be honest, my friend, here's where I might lose you. Where you might roll your eyes and give me a, yeah, right, Emily. But next, I want you to change one letter in FOMO. I want you to adapt a mindset of JOMO. Yeah, I said it, from fear of missing out to joy of missing out. Rather than feeling bad about missing something, find joy in what you have and what you do. Going back to the example of my friend, rather than sitting in a place of fear that she will miss out on business opportunities, instead finding joy in the fact that she has two beautiful baby boys to come home to after a long day at work. Turning to the joy of what she does instead of the fear of what she doesn't. Because we can't do it all, right? We sure as heck can try, but trust me, girlfriend, I've been there. We cannot do it all. You're going to have to say no sometimes. You're going to have to miss out on some things. But look at all of the things you continue to say yes to. If those things that you say yes to don't currently bring you joy, then it's time for a separate conversation we need to have. But honey, look at what you can say yes to. Look at the life that you're building for yourself. That in itself is enough. The grass is always going to be greener over there, dude. We want what we don't have, but look at what you have FOMO about. Do you actually want that? Maybe you do. Maybe your immediate reaction is like, duh, Emily, yeah, I want that. I have a fear of missing out on it. Of course I want that. But I want to challenge you for a second here. The thing that you have FOMO over, you may actually want that thing, but do you want everything that comes with it? Really think about that. Do you want everything that may come with the dinner business parties or or not being able to put your kids to bed at night? Do you really want everything that comes with the shiny ring on that girl's finger right now or or jumping in before you're 100% ready to jump in? Really question what your FOMO is telling you that you want because those things They come with a lot more than what you see on a business portfolio, than what you see on an Instagram feed. They come with a lot more than what we can see on paper. Next, as your nerdy therapist friend, 
I ask that you practice some mindfulness. Being more mindful helps you appreciate the present moment instead of wishing that you were somewhere else. Being willing to accept your current surroundings just as they are without judgment and and making a conscious choice to enjoy the people and the things around you. Mindfulness is something that people tend to roll their eyes at. I get it. But let me give you an example of where that really changed the game for me recently. I work as a crisis counselor, okay? And and as a new master's level clinician, I am running group therapy for teenagers experiencing things like thoughts of suicide and history of previous suicide attempts. But since starting this job, I have had some serious FOMO. I've had FOMO when it comes to the primary clinicians on my team and and seeing that they get to do, you know, individual and family sessions with all of their assigned caseload patients and and I'm running group therapy. My boss called me out though a few days ago. She said, "Emily, I have heard you call yourself a baby therapist quite a few times, actually, and you say it as if it's a bad thing." I was like, damn, she caught me. She said, Emily, how old are you? Of course, I answered 25. And she said, be mindful of where you are. If you spend all this time focused on where you're not, you're going to wish away the whole beginning of your career. And I don't want that for you. Be mindful of where you are because the comparison that you're making right now, it's not fair. She honestly, she got me. She got me good because she's right. If you have FOMO about where someone is on their timeline, you need to cut that crap out and be mindful. You need to cut that crap out and get to the present or you're going to miss all of the good stuff. You'll miss all of the good stuff that comes with the journey. And I know that you don't want that girlfriend. So it's time to get mindful. But what does that actually mean? Well, depends on who you ask. This therapy nerd, however, will tell you that it means paying attention, on purpose, without judgment. Lately, when I notice that my attention is going to the past or to the future, when I start dwelling on things that have happened or, or things that I haven't done yet that I want to accomplish, I will gently bring my attention to the present moment, bringing it back to right here and right now. I've been practicing that through meditation, which I know is is not for everybody, but girlfriend, if you are interested in giving it a go, there's an app called Headspace. I'll put it down in the show notes, and it is absolutely amazing for that kind of thing. Being mindful instead of having your mind full. Are you being mindful of the here and now or is your mind full of memories of your past or worries of your future or comparisons to paths that are not yours? Also, we need to cultivate a sense of gratitude, right? Instead of wishing for things that you don't have, try being grateful for the things that you do have. Maybe think about keeping a gratitude journal or jotting down a few things each morning or each night that you're insanely grateful for. And here's the thing, dude, it's not like we don't know we're grateful for these things, right? 
Uh, of course we are. But in the world that we live in, we, we're not really in the habit of paying attention to those points of gratitude, at least not fully. So we have to be intentional about it. Here's your homework. You ready? Every time you feel that FOMO feeling kick in, follow it up with three things that you're grateful for. Soon, you'll have created a plan to, to snap yourself out of the FOMO place and, and spring you into that JOMO area, okay? Get grateful. Just like any other new skill, it's something that you have to practice. So get to practicing. Missy, you have to, to say no to something fun because of a prior commitment and the FOMO monster shows up, list three things that your booty is grateful for. That girl on Instagram pops onto your your news feed with her seemingly perfect social life and, and things that you think you wish you were doing. Immediately, mentally, list three things that your booty is grateful for. And after you've gotten yourself into a comfy, mindful, and grateful place, I want you to take a look at your priorities. What are your priorities? Honestly, when you know what's valuable to you, you are far less likely to feel envious about other people's successes because you have your own goals or your own bucket list items that you're working on. And girl, let's be honest. I know you by now. Let's face it. My friend has goals. Look at your goals. Look at the things that you want to do in this life. My driven friend, if you were doing what that girl over there was doing or always saying yes to the fun things you think you should say yes to, you'd find yourself giving in to that FOMO and living a life for someone else's goals. I know that's not what you want. And I think you know that too, dude. Let's bring it back to my friend's example here. Her priority is her family right? Naturally. And she will tell you that until the cows come home. She knows that for her personally, she is going to put those babies to bed at night. She's going to be there for that. When other people are, are other business folks are, are out schmoozing potential customers, right? That doesn't mean that the FOMO suddenly doesn't exist, but she finds so much comfort in knowing that she is not going to miss those moments with her kids. She may miss business opportunities, but she would much rather do that than missing her number one priority aside from herself, her children. And I have done this for myself too. Sure, I could give in to the FOMO and go out for the happy hours I've missed and go out to the things that I've seen the chicks on Instagram doing and the things I'm told someone my age should be doing. But I choose not to because I know that my career performance is a large priority of mine. And if I say yes to all the Instagram worthy early 20s activities, I am not able to be as present at work. I'm left exhausted and not as available to be a safe space for my patients. Weigh your opinions. Dude, the FOMO is still going to exist, but advocate for yourself against that FOMO monster, you're doing just fine. You are exactly where you need to be. Be mindful of your goals. Be grateful for what you have. And girlfriend, when you're able to, 
remove the source. Unfollow the account that you are comparing to. Delete the social media app that leaves you questioning how enough you are. Obviously, in the example of my friend, she can't exactly remove the source, right? She can't remove work. But what she can do and what you can do too is remind yourself of your priorities, of your intentions, and of your goals. Remind yourself of why you say no to those things, of why you don't want everything that comes with that thing you're telling yourself you're missing out on. And when you are truly clear in those intentions, when you clearly know what your goals are and what they're striving to bring you to, that's when you're able to step into the joy of missing out. The joy of knowing that missing out on something over there is getting you one step closer to the path that's yours. Girlfriend, I hope that as you you scroll through social media or compare your profession, that you're mindful of the present moment of right here and right now. That you shed some light on that FOMO monster and the comparison weapon it likes to use. Okay? (laughs) All right, dude. I gotta run. But we will chat again soon. Go out there and get yourself some JOMO. You hear me? I'll talk to you next time. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this weirdo in your journey. If you vibed with this episode, I would love to connect with you on social media. Go take your takeaways to your Instagram story and tag me so I can thank you for spreading a message that is near and dear to my heart. Thank you for letting me sit in the passenger seat of your personal growth journey. I want to hear about the mountains that you are moving, but... Until next time, stay kind to that mind, girlfriend. I'll talk to you soon.